Hey, y'all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Freak, and I'm here with Squeaks. Squeaks. <laughs> new, mic, new mic stuff, man. New mic energy. Uh, we're also here with Thomas. What's going on, everybody? Oh, that man. was so crisp. It just like, yeah, it hit new levels. Yeah. Hit new yeah, decibels yeah, in my ear. Already working. Already working. <laughs> we'll start one of those ass MERS videos. I want to give a shout out to Focus Right for Squeaks' new audio interface. The link in the description oh, if you guys want to grab one. You see how sexy he sounds, right. and then they're like, oh, I want to sound like that too. Boom. Focus Right. Damn. <laughs> So I want to give a quick context going on uh, around Geek Freaks. Next episode is going to be our Halloween episode. I'm not sure what that means yet, but <laughs> we're probably going to do some horror movie stuff. Uh, we, we typically do that. Then after that, it's going to be BlizzCon. So I'm just going to, we're going to probably drop uh, an extra uh, Geek Freaks where we're going to do just our BlizzCon pre-show, which we've done in the past, where we talk about what we want to see, what we hope to see, what we're excited about. Then while we're there, we do a live, live quote unquote, recording every night of blizzcon we do it from the hotel room and we're all fucking exhausted yeah. <laughs> it's so hard <laughs> um and then we do the post show so like it's all blizzcon from going for the next couple weeks so just a heads up on that guys uh it is easily the funniest funnest thing that we do so we're happy to share it with you guys and then if you guys have any ideas for the halloween episode let me know because i think we've done like top yeah. five horror top five i think we've yeah. done all those so we gotta find something new something yeah but let's pull something out of the geek box. Here we go. First off, uh, if you were a wizard, which spell would you use the most? What do you guys think? Squeaks, let's go with you. What do you think? Okay, can I can I can I change spell into uh, crafting of potions? Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna do the love potion, baby. Okay. So now <laughs> oh that God. I got this sexy new crispy voice, <laughs> y'all listen to me. <laughs> And now, I, now it's a little bit of like, uh, it doesn't really reel him in. So let me hear, drink. Oh, this is going to sound bad. But take a little bit of this. <laughs> you sounded like Rufus so, from Gen so, V. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> oh, Man, that would have been so yeah. helpful, I think, in high school. I'm like, uh, I'm past yeah. that. <laughs> that being useful now. But yeah, uh, married man, and but that's all. That's what it would but, be. Yeah. Yeah. Geek Freaks wants to officially say we do not suggest you force no, love questions on women. Not at all. <laughs> so we are on the same page. No rufusing. Unless you're uh, Hermione Granger, then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, he's still doing <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, shit. I don't know like which one I would use. Honestly, like I don't know enough wizard spells. I love fireball and D and D because it's just so messy that you basically burn everything around you. So I like the idea of having such a kick-ass spell, but then you have to be real careful with it. So I'm gonna say fireball. Mm -hmm. I don't know when I would use it, but you never know. And you're just like, ah, oh, okay. screw this elementary school and take out everything. Pretty cool. Oh, yeah. that's a little dark too nowadays. <laughs> yeah, we'll go to the Thomas and see where you go with it. <laughs> I know. Okay, this is really it's starting both to become can be controversial. I guess <laughs> when oh, I see God. those kids doing that Fortnite dance, that's when I'm like, yeah, fireball. that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with Wingardium Leviosa just because it's fun to yeah. say, and also <laughs> like if I could lift heavy shit and then just push it places, I think that'd be useful. So yeah, even except that, for when like, your friends are like, "Hey, I'm moving. Can you come to my house this weekend?" You get a bunch of those lining up then. Yeah, and next thing you know, you're the only friend that shows up, or that was even invited, really, because you could do all the work. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, that's right. I can picture it being lazy though. You know, sitting on the couch, just having the shit fly to you, so you can yeah mm. do whatever. Exactly, man. Drinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to do as little work as possible, and and then you know what? If my friends need it for moving, free free pizza, free beer. So why not? Yeah. It's the pickup rules. Like, if you have the pickup, you at least get free beer out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what Daniel is for us, really. All right, so moving on to the news. 
Deadpool 3 is delayed uh, indefinitely. So just a heads up, it was in November. They moved it up to May. And now they're saying it's delayed and they don't have a time. Um, do we think we're going to get more delays across the all the MCU? Or we just kind of like, this is the first one up, so they're just going to focus on this one? I think definitely. If we're not getting any like end in sight for the actor strike, then yeah, I'd say so. Uh, which I don't think is a bad thing. You know, like, listen, we were going to get it early and now we're getting it. Who knows again, if it still comes out before November, that's earlier than the initial release date. I'm cool with mm -hmm. that. Like, it's fine. I think that if anything, they're probably going to switch places with Captain America, Brave New World, I think. They're talking about that. Yeah. yeah because I think that's, uh, that's finished with principal photography where Deadpool is only halfway done. So mm -hmm. if they could swap it around and then not completely ruin the story, I'm all for it. I think Deadpool's too important right now. I think Deadpool 3 is the most important, one of the most important Marvel movies in the next like year or two. Isn't that weird to say though? a lot of the Fox stuff. I know it is. I feel like <laughs> yeah. it's so weird. Like it all rides on Deadpool. It's just so random. Yeah. But, yeah. but when they reveal Hugh Jackman's on the scene, like they're like, okay, hold on. Let's take this shit seriously. This is important now. We have yeah. to make sure to pay attention. Yeah. And especially when they're hanging out with everybody's favorite girl in Tay-Tay. You know, yeah. Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. I think, yeah, you oh, can't God. screw that up if she's going to be Dazzler. Uh, well, it's, but that, that's what it is. Da yeah, Dazzler. Mm -hmm. um, they were, she was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think, right? Was it Dazzler in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Or am I wrong? There was a nod to her. I don't remember oh, okay. Dazzler ever being in the show. Uh, okay. It'd be tight, though. I, I might be oh, wrong. It's been a while since I watched it. Squeaks, I know you're a big uh, Taylor Swift fan. Are you excited to have Tay Tay? <laughs> oh, man. I am so sick of listening or hearing Taylor Swift's name every Sunday. Okay. <laughs> Bro, you and my wife yeah, right now. Oh, my God. You know, haters <laughs> club. She's like, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. yeah. They put her on ESPN, like on one of their uh, Instagram posts. Oh, Jesus. And my wife is like, yeah. why is she on Why is she on ESPN? This is, you know, like, she was more mad than yeah. me. I was like, hey, the yeah. guy's playing uh, insane. So. Bro, you know, today, I'm going to add this in real quick. I'm going to add this in today on, I think it was CBS. They actually put up one of those, like, you know, they do the, the lower third graphics for stats. And they literally did before Taylor and after oh, Taylor yeah, yeah. throwing percentages. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. this is ridiculous. I'm having yeah. fun with it, too. Like, I don't care whatever Taylor Swift's season. I don't really give a shit. But I just yeah. think it's like, calm down, NFL. You can't, like, just totally yeah, bootstrap seriously. yourself to this girl. <laughs> but they're just crazy. riding this wave of whatever, like, views and whatnot they can get off of using taylor swift's name uh, yeah, yeah but in, in, in if image. they ever break up hopefully they don't but if they ever break yeah. up then the nfl's gonna fall apart they go bankrupt because of a breakup <laughs> oh my gosh no they're destined to break up come on dude how many breakup songs does taylor swift have she needs more music yeah. that's when, yeah. that's exactly. when she yeah. makes a new album right yeah. like every time exactly. she makes it. but i mean yeah. i will say oh, she's also yeah. crushing it at the box office too like she, you know killers of the flower yeah. moon didn't dethrone her like that's the nuts. girl's a powerhouse, so you know what? Yeah. It makes sense that the NFL would do it. I would do it too if she was like, "I like Geek Freaks podcast," and be like, "Yeah, we love Taylor Swift." You know what I mean? Mm, okay. Every post yeah. from me, Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know how fast we're about to edit squeaks out of this. Yeah. <laughs> you're just gonna change, just change my wording. It's gonna sound like yeah. your voice over me. Just I say, love we love Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love Taylor exactly. Swift. And Oh man. That's funny. Yeah. So any final thoughts real quick before we move forward on the delays going for the MCU? I think they're kind of a good thing just because I want Marvel to, to you know, take a second look at all their stuff anyway. So what yeah. do you think, Squeaks? Oh, I think it's just a little bit, uh, well, I think it is inevitable 
for all the movies to have some type of delay. But with Deadpool being highlighted, that's the one we're kind of seeing. And with some actual dates that it was going to be um, supposedly released. So I think that's. Yeah, I think there is, but it's just background. So we're not yep. going to be able to be here and, you know, what was really pushed back or not, probably. That's fair. We also have so we have the what ifs coming out in January. esque. We also have Echo coming out in January, which I don't think anybody's watching Echo, but what if's very good. And so I mean, we'll be watching Echo just because we have to. But oh, Challenge accepted. we'll be reviewing Echo. So check that out over there. But I will say what if is maybe one of my favorite Disney Plus series, I'll say. And so I really suggest you check that out. I know. I know. I keep hearing some shit on that one. But man, really, that was really crazy cool. that you would say that. But it's so good. All the power to you, Even man. Kevin Feige agrees with me. Kevin Feige's uh, legally well. obligated. He's financially <laughs> obligated to say it's amazing. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, next up, we have One Piece and Gen V got a season two, which I think is a no brainer. I think One Piece was mm-hmm. like kind of perfect. But I mean, like yeah. if you're going to do a live action, like I think I don't think he could have done any better than that. Look at that. That, that ass robe. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is a no brainer. Uh, have you been watching Gen V at all squeaks? Uh, I'm about halfway through. Um, oh, okay, and I'm, cool. I'm, I'm super enjoying it. It does. I like how that it's a spinoff, but it definitely feels like a boys series. Like it's 100% in the seat of verse. And yeah, I could have not watched the boys and got into this and, and, uh, still have the same feels. So, uh, it makes sense why it's going. Oh, one, obviously how blown up the boys is mm-hmm. and how well done it is. Or well, well done. It, uh, it is. Yeah. Also uh, a lot of stuff piece, gets though, blown yeah. up. In the boys and Gen V, so perfect choice <laughs> yeah. of words there. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then, uh, yeah, but to before like One Piece, right? This is like the probably one of the best uh, live action animates that's been going massive with praise. So it yeah. just makes sense to continue that story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's the only. I, I guess I'm not really. I'm shocked. And okay, let me say because there's a lot of bad rap, right, with these uh, live action animates. So I'm a little shocked. Of how much praise it was, but I really enjoyed it myself. And I'm glad to see this finally being, um, I guess the, maybe the right path now, if there's mm-hmm. any future projects going on. Uh, but Gen V, I mean, I think that's just, and, you know, if it keeps up like the boys, then that's a no brainer, right? We're going to get multiple yeah. seasons and even multiple spinoffs probably. What do you think one piece did that other anime live ad- adaptations didn't do? Like, why is it more successful than them? Um, see, I think Cowboy Bebop, uh, did a pretty good job at, uh, visuals also like One Piece, but I think just kept wackiness to it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. anime at all overall is just a little wild, especially One Piece, though, right? You got yeah. this guy stretching his arms around. Yeah, you got a clown with right that cuts himself or not cuts himself, but uh, detaches himself to multiple. So many pieces. women on so TikTok it, think he's so hot. It's so weird right now. Yeah. Oh man, probably <laughs> with the clown face on. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they just kept what what we really like fell in love with. Right? A lot of things that they remake or reboot or whatever the case may be, there's a script already out there and we love it. So mm-hmm. use that script. I mean, of course, put your little twist to it if you like, but don't go too far off because there's a reason why this is a beloved story. Yeah. Kind of like one of these like Disney live actions have been kind of falling apart lately. There's a script out there that's been loved for many, what, like, I guess when I was little, so like a few generations, whatever. Um, Stick with it, man. Stick with yeah. it. Keeping the guy who created it a part of the production yeah. mm-hmm. was a massive win because he's not going to let his baby go wrong when you do it in live action. He's like, I'm going to make sure it looks and feels just like how I created it in the anime. And I think they did a great job. It totally feels like you're watching the anime, just a live action, you know, at least yeah. from like the, the feeling, not exactly visuals right. and all that stuff, but the feeling was like perfect from the get go. And I think it makes me feel really good about 
kind of the Avatar, the last Airbender thing coming up. I feel good about it. God. I'm a little worried, though, that the uh, writers for the anime or I guess like the um, Nickelodeon version are not attached Mm -hmm. to the Netflix version. But I mean, I'm I'm more hopeful now because I I loved One Piece so much. I thought it was. Yeah, Yeah. they just killed it on that. Yeah. Oh, man. Those Avatar images, though. Yeah. That were released recently. God, sexy as fuck. Well. <laughs> <Dead Uncle> <laughs> oh my god, dead on. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah I love good. it. Yeah. yeah. So the showrunner, real quick on One Piece, says that they can do the entire story of One Piece in 12 seasons. Hmm. Do you think they could cut out enough filler? Because we all know it's like 1,200 episodes. Yeah. Do you think they could cut out enough filler to put everything into 12 seasons? Yeah. I think they could figure it out. Because uh, what did we get this one? Like eight to 10 episodes? I don't recall. Whatever. Let's just say 10, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they, what I was telling you is about up to 50 episodes when it came to the actual anime, mm-hmm. uh, because when they, uh, defeated the shark, yeah, Arlong. Uh, pirate, yeah, the Arlong yeah, that's arc. like, yeah. yeah, that's like 50, 60 episodes there. So I think they have the, uh, the opportunity to do it. I think they can. Yeah. yeah. When they get to Arlong park, I mean, just Arlong park alone is like 15 episodes. So the fact that they uh-huh, did a yeah. good job and kind of knocked it out in three, I mean, I definitely think they could do it. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and they told Nani's uh, story um, really quick, but it got to the actual feels of, you know, the mom or mother that took her in type thing, uh, dying and then hiding the money and being betrayed, like really mm-hmm. quick. It didn't have to take so long to tell that story. So I think they can. I wonder if, if they do hit that 12 seasons, which I know Netflix is like, that costs us a lot. So you guys really need to like that a lot. Uh, if they do hit the 12 seasons, I wonder if it'll become the preferred way of catching up the whole one piece story because i know for me like that Ooh. over a thousand episodes is daunting and it's hard for me to even want yeah. to start that yeah I'm wondering if that'll be the preferred way yeah i know i'm mm-hmm. still like around episode like 75 in the anime and sometimes yeah, it just yeah. certain parts just feels like it drags on forever and some parts you're like i could if they just did the whole show around this one place like Logetown town or whatever it'd be cool but yeah mm-hmm. I, I don't know i i think i think what they adapt and how they did it in this this first season of the live action show is so good it's just gonna be hard but i think that they can do it especially for the fact that they're losing stranger things and i and i almost want to say that that audience is kind of around the same age maybe you know so man yeah they just yeah gotta get the actors paid again so they can start filming season two once stranger things is gone i can't think of anything on netflix i really care about i mean i know they said witcher by the way is ending with next season two um so there's like Man, Witcher was not doing a great job of keeping me attached as it is just because it kind of fell off a little bit. And so, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I don't know. Other than One Piece, I'm not sure why you'd sub to, especially since they keep increasing the price too for Netflix. It's kind of ridiculous. Dude, yeah, they are. Shit. Yeah. Well, if Max goes away, it makes sense if Netflix sticks around. It's now that they're getting HBO shows. Well, yeah. Hold but, on. What? Max is going to so, win? No, no, no. no, no. It's, it's, just not, yeah. it's just a theory. It's oh, just a theory. Oh, my gosh. So Max yeah, has I been like selling off their shows to multiple streaming services, including Netflix, and it's for a quick cash inf- uh, infusion um, because they're trying to get over this hump right now. But once they get over the hump, ideally, they'll, they'll those are all on licenses. So it's only like a year or two, and hopefully they'll mm-hmm. get everything back. It's a def- oh. definitely a desperate ploy, but if you read that MCU book, it's worked in the past. So um, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that here in a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully, it works out well because I think it. I think Max makes some hell of a good shows and like Succession yeah, and do. Veep yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. Two shows that have ended. Oh, shots! <laughs> yeah, no, shots fired. <laughs> no. uh, Marvel's Marvel's making 
comic book miniseries, one about Jango Fett, Mace Windu, and they're going to be adapting uh, Thrawn Alliances into its own comic book series. So I've been trying to get through those Thrawn books. It's a lot. I'm also trying to get through many other books. So that doesn't help. And so <laughs> it's nice to kind of think like, oh, I could just read the comic books instead. Do you think that's a better way to squeeze? You haven't read any Thrawn stuff, right? If you no, wanted to know the backstory to Ahsoka, would you rather read the books, watch Rebels, which I think you should be doing, or read this comic book series? <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw you a shocker. I think oh, yeah. I'd rather read the novels and not the okay. comics. You're I think I'm kind of over. Novels, yeah, I think I'm kind of over. Um, I'm over a lot of comics lately, and yeah. I know that's bad to say. That's bad to say. But I have not shown any interest into the Star Wars comics. I tried with the yeah. High Republic. I fell off of that. Uh, the one I started and I kind of lasted a little long, a uh, little bit. Uh, volumes was the Darth Vader one. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just, uh, and that's just me though. Personally, uh, my comics involve of, um, let's see, currently, obviously, Spawn. I tell you that twenty four seven. With a little bit of Magic of the Gathering, I really like that uh, series. Really. And uh, kind of just pick up some ra- random ones. Um, mm-hmm. Like I'll have a recommendation later today, but that was just like a one or two issue that I want to uh, revisit that was so long. Yeah. So I don't know if S- Star Wars comics are really um, for me. So I ra- I'd much rather pick up the novel. Yeah. I've come to the realization that I like, I like medieval comics for some reason. Um, like mm-hmm. I really like the Hedge Knight comic series and stuff oh, like that. Very good. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm also been lately, I haven't been like going, I know Thomas is the complete opposite of this. He's been crazy. So I like those 12 issue runs. Give me a 12 issue run. Where I can That's start true. it yeah. and end it in a night, and I'm good with that. Like that's perfect for me. Um, now, Thomas, I know you're like, oh, I want to read about X Men, so you go back to like X Men One and just start going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a little crazy when it comes to that stuff. Like I was like, oh, I want to read Daredevil, and then I started in in this uh, what was it the 80s, so I started yeah. <laughs> reading from like Daredevil One or whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, we've gotten a lot of Thrawn news. From Ahsoka, I mean, I watched all Rebels when you were watching Rebels, you know, I've watched Clone Wars, and then now we got Ahsoka. Like, I I don't know if... One of the things for me about Thrawn is the fact that I don't know a a lot about him, and it kind of makes it more interesting. It's like how I feel about the Joker. It's like, I never asked for a Joker movie, even though I love the Joker movie. I, I never asked for it because the idea of not knowing their backstory is more interesting to me than then kind of knowing every little detail about how and who, uh, or I guess like how they became who they are. And right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm down, I guess I'm, I'll read it. I know that a lot of people have been re um, praising the star Wars comics, but I don't know. I'm good on it. Like I'd yeah. rather just see the live action stuff or all that. Yeah. This might sound crazy, but if that comic was turned into a manga form, I'd probably read it. Saying that I have a lot of manga behind me, but that, yeah, that'd be um, interesting. I think I might be able to do that because I actually do own uh, three, uh, like different stories of Star Wars in manga form. Hmm. I actually enjoy that. Yeah. yeah, are they are they aimed towards like an Asian audience? Um, well, some like okay, so not really. No, so one of them is the Rebels, uh, not Rebels. Sorry, Rogue One time frame. Okay, um, and I'm going way back because I can't remember all these names. Uh, but it's to deal with two of the characters in the squad, and they're kind of on their own. The blind um, yeah, the, samurai the, guy the with the gunner, with the big heavy gun. Yeah. yeah. So it goes off of that, uh, them, them two story. But maybe because it's quicker, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it's not I wasting time with so much. Than, than maybe I've that's what that. it is. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's what it is. 
Um, but I enjoy Star Wars manga. You know? Yeah. That High Republic is real hard to read. I like it's so bad that I went yeah. into my comic shop to stop my pull list and they're like, yeah, we understand. This is boring. <laughs> Uh, That's how bad speaking, it is. Of, speaking of High Republic, though, I just recently finished the uh, first High Republic, finally, right? After, I don't know why it feels like every month it's a new High Republic fucking novel on the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I just finished the first one. I do like the villains, though. The thrill? No. I'm sorry. I'm already blanking out. Chiss? Yeah. No, Who it's is not it? the Chiss. No. No. It's um, the Nil. The Nil. The Nil. nil. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually kind of digging them, and I like how they, uh, this story ended um, yeah. with the first novel. So. I we're going to see more of them with the Acolyte. Acolyte's going to be taking place in the Higher Republic, so we might be seeing more of that. And then we don't know who the main villain will be. It'll probably be Plagueis. I'm hearing a lot of Plagueis talk right now. Mm. So that would be pretty interesting mm. to see him actually. Plagueis the Wise trying to try to save somebody with the dark side. Bring it back. Mm. Um, I, I would love to hear more about Jango Fett because there's got to be a reason that Camino like, was like, oh, you're the perfect person to make a billion clones for. And I want to know like what's the story behind him. Why was he so cool? You know what I'm saying? Like, you almost kind of think, like, there's all kinds of Jedi you could have used or anything like that. The guy that that commissioned them was, what, Count Dooku, who was an exemplary, you know, person as it was. You could have used him. He was a genius in a lot of ways. But no, they used used Jango Fett. So I'd like to hear why he's awesome. And then more Mace Window is always good. And uh, I don't want them to Darth Maul him and bring him back half robot. So this is probably the best bet. (laughs) Let's do it this way. Plus, it's uh, the Mace Windu one is written by like one of my favorite writers. Like we met him, I uh, met him a few times. Mark yeah. Bernardin, he does Fat Man Beyond with Kevin Smith, and he's just like an incredible just speaker and and his thought process behind writing too. So I'm definitely picking up that Mace Windu book. When we get closer, this is I'm keeping this on mic so everybody knows. So so Mark can understand it too. When it gets closer, we got to try to get Mark on the podcast. Then oh my god, he said he's down. I mean, I've talked oh, to yeah. him a few times. He said he's in. I am very down for that because I'd love to talk about Mace Window. That'd be cool. Let's move forward to this MCU book that's taking over the geek world by storm. Uh, I'm on chapter four right now. How far are you in on this one? I'm at chapter nine. Nerd. <laughs> so <much friends. laughs> Squeaks, you haven't been reading this, right? I just want to double check. No, sir. Okay. No. So what, what I want to do is I want, because you're ahead of me, Let's start getting some revelations, because one thing I love about this book is as you're going through it, um, names just drop out of this thing. It's crazy. It's like, and that assistant's name was Kevin Feige. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then it's like, and then his he was uh, used to make copies and wash cars with uh, God, Jeff, Jeff, Johns. Jeff, Johnson, Jeff Johns. And it's like, oh, shit, from DC. So it's all kinds of really cool names. Uh, what are some of your favorite parts about this book and, and stuff like that? Yeah. It, man, whew, I, what's some of my favorite parts? It's tough because I feel like each chapter I learn something crazy. I'm like, holy shit, how? A few times you know? over, yeah. Yeah, and again, it's every chapter. Like, I have the coffee table book that the MCU mm. themselves put out, and that had a right. bunch of interesting things in it. But getting to hear from somebody who's on the outside looking in, and they're not attached to Marvel, they're not attached to mm-hmm. Disney, so they don't necessarily like have the bias of, like, we have to spin everything perfectly. I think that... Part of it makes it really awesome. Um, I've seen a girl, uh, I think her name is Joanna, on several different podcasts too, and she's been talking about it. And she has become a fan. I think she's a super fan now, but I don't think she was yeah. when she first started writing the book. And to become the biggest studio in the world, and by and they were literally just shooting from the hip. 
you know, oh, leveraging all the money they had, Marvel going <laughs> yeah. bankrupt, selling off characters, like, and then to to be where the MCU is now and how powerful that studio is and how most actors in the world want to want one role or want to be a character in the universe is really crazy. So I don't know. I think there's just so much about it that I'm just amazed by it. I, I think like, yeah, I'm, I'm chewing through it super fast. In the beginning, there's a line that they mention that the MCU today was almost inevitable, but you wouldn't know it when you're in the middle of it. And then they go back and they talk about like, I can't remember his name, but there was that one guy who, uh, was part of toy biz or whatever, just some small little company. And he, he invested enough to like basically own Marvel and was, was so heavily, like he knew that Spider-Man specifically was worth a billion dollars. And he was like, no, this is worth money. And everybody's just like tossing Marvel to the side, like it's garbage. And he just like, he was super money hungry, of course, but was pushing it forward. And then, yeah, eventually um, on the set of one of the movies, it might've been blade. Um, he was on the set and then he sees Kevin Feige, who's like keeping his head on his shoulders like this kid's good and so he makes sure that the kid's hired and those oh. who started working together yeah yeah like Avi Arad um, and then it was on the it. set of X-Men yeah X-Men okay yeah <clears throat> because Kevin Feige that's so crazy to me yeah that like X-Men they were they were like oh yeah we're gonna give this uh, this one random guy from Australia a shot and it's like Hugh Jackman <laughs> like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Kevin Feige yeah was riding hard for him he was like this is the guy I think we should have and they're like nobody knows this guy he's he's yeah. too tall and all this stuff and it's, it's like now Hugh Jackman's yeah. been played in Wolverine for 20 years yeah right? and we're it's having like, a hard time trying to figure out how to replace him yeah um, yeah exactly. and then there was that one guy that, that that was talking about like why are you guys you for example they offered up all of Marvel characters to, I think it was Sony for $25 million. Mm -hmm. And they're like, one of the guys that, oh, at Sony's like, nobody cares about anybody outside of Spider-Man. <laughs> like, what do you guys, this is so stupid. Yeah. And now it's like, Iron Man's hot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think he, yeah. The, in particular, it was like Captain America. And he's like, nobody gives a yeah. shit about that character. And it's yeah. like, you know, now Captain America is probably not at the level Spider-Man's at but still is probably still worth a billion dollars in his own right. You know? And yeah. they just were like, nah, that's not good enough for us. It's crazy. So it's such nuts. a, it's such an interesting story. I really think that Marvel maybe 10 years from now needs to make a movie about their own history. I think somebody I, will. I think they'll turn into a like a biography. even better maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll do like a biography or like a biopic yeah. of, I don't know if it's Kevin Feige or if it's like Perlmutter, I mean, he'll be in there. Avi Arad will I, be in there. Right. Victoria yeah. Alonso, um, Louis D. Esposito will all be in there. And they'll all be yeah. played by like Matt Damon and Vince Vaughn and <laughs> be, could you imagine Will Ferrell. Kevin Feige, some hot dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can see Will I Ferrell will doing say, it. Right off the bat, I loved how they were like, yeah, there's this Marvel company that's not doing well. So then this charismatic writer and this like, super dedicated artist Stan Lee and Jack Kirby got together to make Fantastic Four and it's like yes 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 it's so dope like everything all these lines getting dropped are so cool um mm. it's really an amazing book uh any other tidbits you want to drop before we move forward I'm gonna be by the way guys the link in the description for this book uh if you click on it we do get a piece of the change I do want to let you guys know we are affiliate for it um but is there anything else from the MCU book you want to shout out before we go I think the thing that sticks out to me is the thing that Marvel was praised for in the beginning is like now ridiculed. So mm -hmm. the fact that they were shooting by the seat of their pants, the fact that they were kind of figuring it out as they went and they were hiring very innovative directors and writers and yeah. all that stuff is now kind of what gets it shit on. And people don't like the way it turns out, but it's like they were kind of doing the same thing, even with the shows, right? Like yeah. for the shows and, and what, 
we now know because of what came out from Daredevil Born again um, is that they tried to use the Marvel method or like the MCU Marvel Studios method, which was we'll figure it out. We're going to hire the best people. The best ideas are going to win. And that's what's going to get made. And they're trying to do it now. But then because of the pandemic and because of like all these things, you know, the shows didn't turn out as great. You know, they still try to do what they always did, but people just didn't like it. You know, and it's just it's just kind of funny to me how, you know, back in the day they were praised for it. Now they're ridiculed. Yeah, Iron Man is such a good example of that because, like, Iron Man, multiple times in the book, they talk about how, like, he's such a side character. Nobody cares about him except for one particular person likes him. But, like, most people don't care about him, so he's always kind of seen as pushed to the side. And now he is the flagship character that launched the MCU. And uh, when they see, like, when Guardians of the Galaxy was attempted, it was like, eh, I don't know, cosmic, boom, they nailed Guardians of the Galaxy. Magic with Doctor Strange, like, eh, it's going to be a little, boom, nailed it. And so now they may not be nailing it so hard. But we can't knock them for trying because they tried in the past and launched an entire empire off of it. So, you know, sometimes we have to give them a benefit of doubt a little bit. Keep them accountable, but give them a benefit of doubt. Yeah, absolutely. I'd definitely keep them accountable. But it's, you know, they they just knocked it apart. They got John Favreau. They got Robert Downey yeah. Jr. Like they casted so well. They hired super well. And luckily they they were still small enough to be flexible, to adapt, to figure it out on the fly. Like remember the part, there's a part in the book where they talk about how Robert Downey Jr., Kevin Feige, I think, and John Favreau would go in a trailer for six hours and write the day's scenes. Like you can't do that. Like Christopher Nolan doesn't show up to the set of Oppenheimer and just like make up a scene on the fly. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, but that's what they did on a like $200 million movie. And then it, you know, it worked out. And yeah, you know, now it does it, but you know, uh, who knows? Maybe it's because they don't have that talent of John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. or whatever. But at the same time, God, it just, the pieces just fell in place for years and years and years. And you can't even capture that lightning in a bottle. I don't think they'll ever be able to do it again. And it's amazing how important some things were. Like the X-Men animated series was pivotal for Marvel in general still existing. But that mm-hmm. was like Fox only gave the movie a shot because they were like, like everybody was like, oh, Marvel sucks. But Fox themselves was like, no, no, no. We have this animated series and we see the fandom behind it. Let's make a movie about this. And Marvel was like, yeah, sure. Here you go. Twenty five bucks. Like they didn't care, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and like they knew like, oh, no, this animated series. There are some super fans for this. And then the other pivotal thing that happened was Daredevil sucked so bad. The first one that they were like, we can't let that happen again. We have to have full control over everything. The, um, and then uh, one thing I like is they're talking about how like. On the set was John Favreau, and I forgot that he plays Foggy in that movie, but that's how he kind of John Favreau kind of got into the Marvel circle a little bit there in the first place. So I was like, oh, that's snap. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's oh a really God. good book, guys. I totally suggest it. And um, I know it gets it does definitely get messy from what I'm hearing um, as I get into kind of the bigger grand scheme of the MCU and uh, the dirty laundry gets out there. Even I guess Marvel is even kind of like, hey, stop talking to those people <laughs> at some point. Yeah, yeah keep that I mean, mind. more Kevin Feige quotes have been coming out, too. And just, yeah. you know, uh, the one person he kind of he only threw one person under the bus in like his whole time as, you know, CEO or president of Marvel Studios. And it was Edward Norton. And uh, yeah. yeah, if you want to know that story, definitely tune in for the book. It's crazy. Yeah. Link in the description for both the book and the Audible uh, list. So you guys can check that out as well. All right, let's talk about the main thing we all care about right now. And I honestly, as soon as we're done pressing record, I'm going to be on again. Spider-Man 2, the video game. Uh, Squeaks, I want to get your initial reaction to this game. Does it feel like the old one? What are you thinking? 
Oh man, just the the first one and more. Okay, I'm yeah. sitting here playing this game and just shaking my head while like uh okay, so I can say a little bit while playing the Sandman, just going through that whole like initial yeah. um story whatever. I'm just shaking my head like fuck, dude. This is just so perfect. Okay, <laughs> I was like, where's my Homelander meme right now? Where they just say it's the whole perfect and they put the little thing uh, like image on top. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's what I felt like this this playing this game oh my gosh i love it yeah. yeah the whole time i'm like why is marvel not making this into just take this and make it live action it's perfect yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah i think i i don't know if i texted this to you frank or not i don't know if i was just thinking this whole time but this the opening of this game for me is one of the top three cinematic spider-man moments i think in my life and i've been watching mm-hmm. spider-man the animated series when i was a little kid you know picking up spider-man comics but the top three would have to be Toby Maguire's Spider-Man when I was when I was like 13 I think I watched in theaters. Number 2 yeah. was Spider-Man No Way Home, seeing him with Tom Holland with Andrew Garfield and making that movie work. And then number 3 was the opening to this game where you where I guess like Peter and Miles fight Sandman. I was like yeah. holy yeah. shit. Dude, if yeah. this was live action, I I would be going to this movie every single day. It's so yeah. immaculately well done. It's god, I love it. So thing what's turning me on about this and not being and not being live action is because I still get that glimpse of the comic book Spider Man like back mm-hmm. in the day or animated series Spider Man or whatever. Um, so I don't want to see it ruined. So let's not talk about live action. I'm just <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a shot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it needs uh, to be live sorry. action, but it'd be tight. Yeah, you know, like this story is just that <laughs> no, good. No, for though. sure. Yes, like yeah. making both Spider Man useful and work together, and you know, because on paper Spider Man's powers are ridiculous, right? So strong, mm-hmm. super powerful, so smart. But then when you can actually have both these characters who are badass in their own right, and they work together super well, and then the way they kind of tag team. It's just sick. Like, oh God, man, I don't know how they yeah. thought of this and pulled it, pulled it off, but so good. Yeah. Incredible. One of the things that me and Squeaks were talking about is I enjoy the fact that both stories feel separate. Like they're definitely mm-hmm. all on the same team and like there'll be moments like Sandman and stuff like that to team up. But then also like one's focused on one villain. The other one's clearly focused on an entire different storyline. And so when you jump back between the two, you're like, oh, I feel that's right. I got to go take care of this. I forgot about that. Or. Yeah. I, I've been doing a lot of the side missions and they're so obscure, like the side missions. One of them, I just, I was telling my mom about, cause I was like, man, this, this story actually hit me pretty good was, um, this lady lost her grandfather. And so you have to go find the grandfather in a park. Have you guys done that one yet? Yeah. And you just, you just mm, sit on the bench so. with him and he tells you about his first date with his wife and, and their first kiss. And is at this park where he's been wandering off to. I was like, my God, I can't believe how much this story where I'm zipping around the city, punching sand people in the face and <laughs> worried about venom. <laughs> And now I'm just having this conversation with this old man, like it the puts the brakes on the game, yeah. but I'm in it, you know? So it's so freaking yeah. cool. Yeah. I just love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the story though, I do enjoy that they had the little uh, recap of the one and two of yeah. uh, one and miles, but a little bit more about that recap that I enjoyed the most was the conversation between Peter and miles, because it felt like uh, miles was uh, hesitant at times, but Peter was, is trying to boost him up. Yeah. And uh, like, li- like lift him up and he kind of get that vibe throughout the whole game. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, at least how long I've spent. Um, So I, I, I enjoy that duo. Like it works well. Like it, it is. I want to say father son thing. Yeah. Because, you know, whatever. But um, maybe like an uh, older brother. It just works well. Like, yeah, yeah. There you, you go. Know what I, mean? yeah, I don't yeah. have an older brother, but I can imagine like if I did, that's kind of the older brother I would want. Like Peter, yeah. you know, like, yeah. 
He's got his own shit he's trying to figure out, but he's still like there yeah. to support him. Yeah, I'm gonna get your guys' thoughts because I didn't really care for him too much of when he was first introduced as a teacher uh, with Maz in Maz's school, only because it's like okay, that's too much together the full time. Like yeah, I don't want to yeah. see that. Uh, what I obviously want to see is like growing up with the animated series, right? I want to, I want to see. You better be out there taking pictures, man. Like that's yeah, what I want. Exactly. <laughs> right. But uh, uh, I did enjoy that. I was like saying this to myself, and I'm like, oh shit, he's already fired. We're fine, guys. Yeah, yeah that was so fast. <laughs> oh, shit. Which is a classic Spider-Man misadventure. Like the fact that his real life sucks so bad all the time. Like shit just always goes wrong for him. He's always got J. Mm-hmm. Jonah Jameson park. Like that yeah. felt right. That was like, oh, that's yeah. right. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, when you were talking about like uh, how they have the different stories, I do enjoy that it's not it's different stories on a, a, another level as well, and that's like their personal life. So yeah, uh, Miles Morales dealing with his mom dating again. Which mm-hmm. has anybody seen like who that is? I is haven't seen who it is. Have you seen okay. it? Yet? Um, no, I haven't either. Okay. Okay. I was just saying I'm not gonna like spoil it because I <laughs> Harry don't. Harry Osborn, or not Harry, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah he's like <laughs> Doc Ock or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could see. I could see. Uh, yeah. Norman Osborn for sure. How maybe. crazy would it be if it's his uncle? Yeah. Huh? It's available. Oh, sh- no, fuck that. No, no. <laughs> I'd be pissed. Off. <laughs> yeah, but even at that, you got you got Peter Parker trying to do his next chapter with uh, moving in. Well, they're trying to do fix his stuff with uh, MJ. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, say, I do like that actually. I'm a little bit frustrated. There's it's a cool brother thing, right? Where like you're mm-hmm. right in the fact that Peter's definitely the older brother, and he's kind of like trying to encourage Miles. But Miles realized when something's not right with Peter, which has been happening a lot in my part of the game. And um, and he's kind of like, what's the matter with you? What's why? You know, and like he and Peter's doing this thing where he's ignoring Miles a lot right now where I'm at. And I've seen that in my own life, being the older brother, where you're like, I'm hanging out with my friends. I don't want to hang out with you. But then you're like later on, like, oh, that was a that was a jerk move of me to do. Yeah, I should have done yeah. that. We're definitely seeing that with these two. And so every time that Peter's like, oh, no, I'm going to go hang out with Harry instead of you to miles or he's like i gotta hang up mm. with harry right now i'm always like screw you peter like miles has been yeah. in the shit with you <laughs> like why are you doing this to him so i i kind of i feel bad for miles in a lot of ways as like the little brother being ignored by the older brother and i hope that by the end which people who might have already beaten the game knows this is remedied but i hope they kind of had that conversation being like hey man it's you and me like what the hell yeah, so yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i i think i think it's gonna happen right like we we if you've read any comics like you know what happens with harry like if you watch the even the yeah. old spider-man movie and stuff like he always he's never like they saw his friends but he always becomes a villain at some point so i i think that him and miles yeah. will like right the wrong you know or like kind of squash things and move on and, and get to a better place oh man i hope they don't just keep doing this whole like anti or no i'm sorry anti-hero venom uh, i wish you guys were as far as i am but- <laughs> <laughs> are they doing that no. no no okay it's not thank that. god it's not that. okay um my question to you two actually is how do you uh like the story with it being switched of like harry having venom which was obviously rumored but we know now because i always thought of like okay there's so much story you could do with one of the best like villains created ever in any marvel like spider-man line right kind of like the batman um batman right he has some of the best villains spider-man has some of the best villains Excellent. and i always thought like man i really loved maybe because the first name basis uh, Eddie Brock being Venom, right? And that whole clash with the Daily Bugle. So I was like, okay, well, if Harry gets fired as a teacher, works at Daily Bugle, and that's what happens, and then he meets Eddie Brock, where we could get Harry, it might be too similar to the first movie, stumbling on his dad's project of Green Goblin. And I know he's obviously not the original Hobgoblin, 
but he could kind of like like I said stumble on his uh, on his uh you know like oh my gosh my dad's green goblin like uh, I think it's like a Robert Broderick Kingsley whatever was the first hobgoblin mm-hmm. so do that same story but you're just taking a different character and then we get the whole Eddie Brock now do you all like how they switch Venom to Harry or would you like to see something different and what would that be actually there's so much I feel like you can do this just switching this around story like if I didn't know about outside Spider-Man stuff. I'm fully on board. Mm-hmm. It just makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense from where, where it goes. It's hard because, yeah, Eddie Brock, we all get attached to. We all know Eddie Brock and stuff like that. But yeah. I would say it, it actually makes a lot of sense. My only thing is I don't care for the source of the symbiote, like where it's from. That part bugs me a lot. Okay. Okay. Because it's not our symbiote. But, you know, hey, this is a different universe. It, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is literally a, a king in black uh, costume you can get. So I'm like, if that thing exists, then that means there's more than just what they're saying with symbiote. <laughs> but anyways. Um, what, do, what do you think about it, Thomas? Yeah, I mean, Eddie, Eddie Brock is like always going to be Venom to me, you know? So I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. But the other thing is like, if they even mention like Eddie or Edward or whatever they try, Teddy if even, like I know <laughs> he's eventually going to become Venom. So yeah. I kind of like that they try to change it up a little bit. It's kind of like what the MCU does a little bit where it's not exactly the same, like Ned Leeds being Peter's friend, not like the enemy or like Hobgoblin mm. later on. So I'm cool with it. And just, it's, it's been perfect so far. Like yeah. as far as where I'm at, I've been really liking it and they got a good relationship. The MJ of it all. Like, have you guys got to the part where you go to the carnival? Yeah. yeah I actually, I was just talking to Frank about it. I just a tiny bit past that. Like maybe one more story mission past that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where yeah. I'm at too. But that carnival part where they're all hanging out and you play all the games and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so sick. It was such a yeah. cool, like relationship yeah. building character building moment between all of them. And man, yeah. So I have no complaints about it. I, I can see maybe Harry, there may be a battle at some point, maybe because when it starts, Harry's sick and that's kind of yeah. why he gets the symbiote. Right. So if all of a sudden he starts getting sick again because he doesn't have it and he wants it back, I can see maybe that being a confrontation, but I, I don't know. I Either way, what they gave us, I'm stoked on. I think it's been amazing. Yeah. yeah. Dang, one thing I kind of want to talk about is how well they're doing right now. Uh, I'm still kind of like based off like story, really. But how well is that Venom is like in the back burner at times because we're yeah. worried about Kraven. Okay, then we're worried about Scorpion and then Sadman. And I'm so focused on that. And these villains like, oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot the big plot of like how this game was sold to us was that Venom is the big bad guy, black suit Spider-Man, stuff like that. It's like, ah, man, so many stories in one game, I guess you could say, really. But it's like, holy shit, it just draws you away from, I don't know, I guess, I guess the main arc. Right. But like, damn, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's like there was better stories than the thing that sold us on the game. Right, like, yeah, like, yeah. oh shit, we're gonna fight Venom. This is gonna be dope. But you're like, wait, what? Craven's a badass. Yeah. What? Like, people are getting yeah. killed. There's like, uh, you know, the Sandman is like tearing up the city. What? Like all yeah. that stuff. It's just crazy yeah. that you could have made it more interesting than just Spider-Man fighting Venom. Which, again, props to Insomniac. Props to the writers on this because I just yeah. didn't know how they were gonna do it. After I really liked Miles Morales, I thought that game was awesome. I didn't know how they were gonna top it, and then you get this it's yeah. like i think this for me this is the most fun out of any video game i've played all year for I me i will also say this is the best version of craven ever comic book oh yeah. my god or otherwise well oh, the story yeah. that, they're yeah. hinting at it early in the story but as you go you start to realize what's going on the craven and then you're like 
fuck. This is, I hope the movie is about this. This Craven. <laughs> And the movie's not like, going to be that good. No, it is. <laughs> I don't think like, it's going to be that good. For me, and also you guys, Craven, I've always thought was like, a, a, what's your point? You're hunting. Like, that's not a really, I don't care about yeah. hunting. But they add just a very simple thing to this Craven. And we're like, yes, this is so cool. Oh, I'm so happy for it. So, yeah, it's it's really so neat that they revisit the uh, old villains, right? That Craven just wants to, uh, like, brought them into, like, a huge story. But really, they're just kind of like side villains, really. Nobody's to yeah. care about because we already dealt them prior. Mm-hmm. But to see... Uh, What's it, negative or something like that? What's his name? Yeah, Mister Negative, uh, Lee, like Mister Negative, yeah, something. And Scorpion like. again, and Scorpion died, like dead. That was nuts. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was not expecting that. Man, like and I then, was like, all right, he'll come back up. <laughs> well, did you see Vulture's wings? Oh, you guys are Spo- spoiler, no. spoiler alert! Oh, spoiler my gosh. alert! Vulture's <laughs> in the game now too. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not oh, actually. His wings are. I was trying <laughs> my hardest to not say yeah. any of that stuff, and I was like, "All right, here, uh, we're here now." Uh, spoiler <laughs> alerts in the That's description funny. below. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, no. Uh, there. So one of the things in the first game, very few things I didn't like about the first game was like all these times you had to play as. Mary Jane or Miles before he was cool. And yeah. I will say you definitely do that in this game as well, but they, they feel like they took the complaints and adjusted it to where it's like, Oh, I'm playing as Mary Jane, but I'm doing enough to feel like a badass, which I think mm-hmm. is one of the key things about this game. And a lot of games like this is you have to feel like same thing with like the Jedi survivor games. You have to feel like a badass in it. Or why are you taking so long doing it? And even when I'm Mary Jane, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of badass. I'm like, I feel like it's a, to stop playing Spider-Man to play the last of us. Whenever you're in Mary Jane is pretty, pretty cool. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The black cool. hat mission too. Did you guys play that oh, one? Okay. I wanted to actually bring yeah. that up too. Yeah. You saw the first mission with the portals, right? Rod. Yeah. I know. And she comes out of the I freaking. Keep some other rod. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude. But uh, so we're talking about the portal jumping, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I do want to highlight this because uh, Insomniac, obvious Insomniac, obviously created Ratchet and Clank, right? And we mm-hmm. have the Rift Apart game that was kind of like this. I think that's what it was, Rift Apart. Yeah or something and that was a big selling point for playstation 5 because it was sold on no like low times like the low times were crazy right mm-hmm. there was non-existent and that rift apart was sold on going through those portals so it's interesting to see that insomniac's kind of using the same thing they've done before just putting it in spider-man i don't know yeah. if any of you two remember that or recall whatnot but yeah i was like oh this feels like me playing ratchet and clank actually yeah um so it was kind of interesting to see that but um i did like that very much very yeah. much absolutely no my favorite part even before the mission started was her coming out of the sanctum sanctorum i'm like yes. get out of here mm-hmm. like yeah <laughs> you gave us avengers tower in miles morales i don't remember it being in the first part but then like dr strange is there like come on insomniac just like let them do well, dr strange popped up before but i think it was like a picture thing it wasn't like used at all i don't believe uh but still uh, like, i remember doing do something it, like then. but nothing like this yeah, yeah. no it was awesome let let do do like this a globe trotting him like right you know, yeah. yeah yeah i want that i Dang. want insomniac to get a globe trotting maybe universe jumping doctor strange game because we cool. know we're getting wolverine mm. so i'm cool with that yeah but like oh. give us yeah. doctor strange and then like build their own avengers type game eventually where all of these characters get into one one thing i don't know maybe it is secret wars i don't know be sick yeah yeah playing the the combat again for spider-man i cannot wait to see what the wolverine's gonna be like because if it's like this combat i'm you know it's gonna be so good so speaking of the combat yeah did you get the vibe of uh very much obviously we know it's like arkham like right okay mm-hmm. uh but even the combo finishers now when you have the second um player with you either with miles or 
Wraith? Is it Wraith? Yeah, there's Wraith uh, in it. There's purple and purple. Yeah. Wraith is helping you, yeah. Yeah, so uh, when they would do those finishers, turn on, right? Um, <laughs> it was so hot. And I was like, uh, this very much feels like when I was fighting, uh, well, as Batman with Robin. So mm. I was like, okay, they took a little bit of that too, uh, I've noticed. Uh, which is, I mean, fine, especially when I'm fighting with Black Cat. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Good. Um, uh, those are good. What do you guys think about the traversal? They added gliding to this. It was a very big addition to the oh, game. Oh, man. Are you feeling like it's of use? How much are you using it? Stuff like that. Uh, very much. Uh, I, I love the gliding, to be honest. Uh, especially when it's at times where, hey, I can fast travel across the ocean. Fuck that, dude. Let me catch that wind, bro. Let me yeah. surf those winds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I got the, uh, I made sure to use my, focus my points in the beginning of all like traveling for Miles and Peter. Same. Yeah. Uh, so I'm doing like, you know, what do you call like when you're, diving down and you're doing the whole flip yeah, the circle loop, yeah. and then launch you off and then I'll glide. Yeah. It's man. It's so just phenomenal. All my points went to traversal in every way. Suit traverse, everything traversal. Yeah. yeah. Swing, yeah. swing faster and stuff like that. So good. Oh man. How do you, how do you like the gliding? You think it's taken away from swinging or you just, it does feel like a great addition. It's interesting. What do you think, Thomas? Not nah, well, I just got, uh, so in preparation for this, I went back and played miles Morales and okay. uh i'm like halfway done with that and then going from that straight into this oh my god this is so much better i love yeah. the gliding i think it's sick yeah, yeah. it like it I'm works sure. and the way they incorporate it too with the swinging is incredible like you might mm -hmm. be diving down in the city and then you could still pull out your swing at the last moment and then take all that momentum with you dude yeah. they killed it it's just so good yeah. I, I yeah i just don't know how you top this game which is crazy i'm like such a selfish gamer. I'm like, how do they beat this one? You know, like, yeah. but it's that yeah. good. Like, man, I love the, I love everything they added to it. It's been awesome. I want to give a shout out to Games Radar. They actually tested out like what's faster, swinging or gliding. Oh, uh, yeah. And they went from corner of the map, corner of the map. And gliding was, I think, like 11 seconds faster, maybe. It was not as negligible, essentially, because it was like three minutes to do the whole map. Yeah. And um, they said, actually, the fastest thing to do is to combine the two whenever you feel like it's advantageous to switch. And so I noticed yeah. that myself, I'm doing that automatically. Like I'm like swing, swinging, glide a little bit, swing, swing, glide, glide, glide. And yeah. they're saying like, that's actually the fastest traverse through the game. And that's actually what I use. When I use gliding, it's when it's necessary. If I'm like, maybe like way up in top of buildings or something like that. Or yeah. like I said, I get across the ocean, you know. Um, now, uh, I kind of wanted to highlight something too. Uh, and it's maybe forgotten since the ps5 first came out but uh, again we get a game that's exclusive to ps5 that uses the ps5 controller so yeah. beautiful oh, amazing man the pressures on the triggers the vibrations is what i want to highlight the most because i've noticed in the miles morales game where it was uh, if something was shocking it was like the sporadic yeah, yeah you like it out to the me controller. that like, i paid attention to it. yeah like, oh, that's right oh my gosh yeah. but this time we're even getting vibrations from the left and the right side from just walking yep like what the shit, man? Yeah, <laughs> like it's crazy. And then at uh, the carnival scene, it's like I'm playing back in whatever when the Wii came out. I'm over here racing my controller, put my hands up for the for the roller coasters and shit. Like yeah. this could like it finally is. It's great to finally be reminded of some of these uh, the technology that comes out for a console. Yeah, um, these little like we think gimmicky ones, but man, what an immersion when it comes to the Spider-Man game. When you're sneaking with that tip-tap feel is more impactful, mm -hmm. I've realized. Because there's mm -hmm. times later on where you're sneaking a lot and you're just like, 
the little taps as you're going, it like, oh man, it got you into it a little more. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And oh I will gosh. say that the so moving good. the controller for the carnival games, I had the dog sleeping on my arms, one of the dogs sleeping on my arms, and I had to like bang it to get the thing to go up. So that was really hard to hit the hammer. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Brandy. <laughs> she goes, arr, arr. <laughs> like, I'm playing Spider-Man, damn it. <laughs> yeah. She's currently like pulling, by the way, while we're recording this, she's driving me bananas. She's like, she just found my white Lotus toki- uh, token from Avatar. She's like chomping on that. So then I threw my hat oh, at her to man. stop her from doing that. Now she's chewing on the hat. <laughs> Swear to God, new dogs. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a whole yeah. challenge. The puppy phase is That's real, funny. man. That's hard. Oh, man. Uh, That's funny. Did you guys get to, I, I forgot, what is uh, Miles? It's kind of like his girlfriend, but not, but she's also yeah. deaf. I forgot, like Melanie or Stephanie or something like that. Yeah. I thought it started with an H. But yeah, I might be way off. Sorry about it. But uh, there's a mission where you kind of like do a day in the life as her. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to spoil anything, but you talking about like how you use the PS5 controller is incredible. Like they do Mm, something really unique with it. And and my wife comes in. I think it's worth talking about. Go and spoil it because I think it's really cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 As long as it's not a story thing, no, but yeah, not. if you want to spoil like some. Okay. Yeah. Definitely spoiler alert in this. Like, if you don't want to know, just okay. skip ahead like thirty seconds. Because I, I was happy that I was like surprised with this. But yeah, you you jump into her story. She's trying to buy flowers, and the flower shop owner basically says like this guy or somebody's like spray painting my wall and like tagging it up. So. As her, you go and try to track down this person who's tagging things and then like mm-hmm. spray paint over it and like make art. But in order to fill up your can with new ink, you have to like shake your controller, like actually shake it. And then you have to do like a light trigger pull with like a, a analog stick movement. And it's just really freaking cool how they did it. Plus the way they animated too, because she's deaf and like you don't get sound coming from the TV or the speakers is yeah. like, I was like, wow, props to them. Mm-hmm. They really created something unique, even for this like really one-off side mission. I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was so freaking yeah, dope. Yeah. I thought it was so cool. One guy I saw on, on Twitter, of course, was like complaining, like, this is stupid. I, I'm playing a Spider-Man game. I want to just play Spider-Man. It's like, if a lot of the game was dedicated yeah. to having to spray paint stuff, I would get it. But they're just right. little one-off mm-hmm. side missions that you don't actually have to do. But I'm like, I'm enjoying these side missions. Just the side stories of uh, there's like this one part where these like two mascots are fighting because these two uh, neighboring bodegas bought the same <laughs> mascot costume by accident. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm so happy I heard about this random story in this town, in the city that makes it so much more alive. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fully on board with that. I think it's really neat. That's pretty neat. And that's what it's just like adding to you. I think you're hundred percent right. If I did the mission like two or three times, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. over it. But yeah. just one time is totally fine because it's building the story. And then again, PlayStation is obviously dominating when it comes to single player story, which we just got, got a war. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just adding to that. So, you know, these are just phenomenal one player story games that I could just be lost in forever doing whatever, you know, yeah. like I'll sell the flowers to the, to that girl you know shout out to <laughs> daniel by the way so me so daniel's been itching for me to play world of warcraft with him because we got blitzcon coming up and all like that so i was playing with wow this mm-hmm. morning with him and i'm like you have a ps5 right and he's like yeah i'm like why are you not playing spider-man like the rest of us and yeah that's on the- and then he says he says i don't like story driven single player games I, I you know i'm like what uh. <laughs> such a big that's like it's half great. if not more of gaming <laughs> you're not a fan of and he's like yeah i just want multiplayer games that, that like don't go away like what's this like, you can't stand the fact that like once the story is done, yeah. it's done. But I'm like, yeah, but then you so, know so. that great story. <laughs> you know, that's kind of yeah, the yeah. side of it. <laughs> but yeah, it was just so funny. So. <laughs> Wasn't he a big Last of Us fan? Yes, know. he is. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and then uh, even like Resident Evil, like he's a huge Resident Evil fan. Big Resident Evil so fan. Like, That's where I get my my yeah. updates on Resident Evil <laughs> from him. Oh goodness, yeah. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be finally having him on Mike at BlizzCon, which is gonna be nice because it's been so long. Ever since he's gotten he's gotten the girlfriends. Just a heads up for anybody who's a remembers Daniel hasn't heard him in a while. He's got a girlfriend and <laughs> with kids, so he moved the computer where he records things into the living room. So absolutely no audio recording on that thing. Um, mm. So it'll be nice to have him back on, on the podcast for a couple of episodes while we do BlizzCon stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else about Spider-Man you guys want to mention before we go? Uh, shoot. Um, no, I think you pretty much hit my points. I just miss, uh, I miss uh, MJ as a babe, as a hottie, you know, like this one. <laughs> I mean, not turning me on, man. I'm sorry. I'm going back to the comic books. I'm like, damn. <laughs> they, give me that MJ. They got her the yeah, mom sweater MJ. vest on, yeah, and like the high waisted jeans, yeah. like from SNL. Yeah, <laughs> like, they got me thinking. <laughs> She's still hot yeah. to me, but still, it's oh like, man, no. Yeah. I'm like, I'd rather just sit at Aunt May's fucking graveside forever. <laughs> oh my god, just do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying it. Damn, bro. What the uh, hell? Shit. Yeah, yeah. I miss MJ. The real MJ. We canceled Squeaks already. <laughs> Come on, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I can't be the only one that's like, yeah, I can't be the only one. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I like to think that this is older Aunt May, or older Aunt May. Oh my God. Older MJ. Because like when we see the, the time jump back when we were like playing as Peter in high school, that's when I think MJ was like, you know, smoke show. Now she's, you know, she's a career woman. She's got her priorities in order. Is what you I mean like as a young teen? At her, flopping at her career. Well, look, her and Peter Parker <laughs> suck at their jobs, if let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, he sucks at his future job, too. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not great. Uh, oh, Thomas, any final thoughts on Spider-Man before we head out? Before we head to if you thing. got a PlayStation and you don't have this, you're missing out. Like, it's Absolutely. such a yeah, seriously. It's insane a game. In a game. Yeah. In a year when I thought, like, oh, yeah, game of the year, we're going to have so many options. There's nothing that's going to... All of a sudden, like, son of a bitch, it's a so new crazy. challenger into the field. Because I think this yeah. might be like, and I'm, I've been playing a lot of Starfield, and I think this is going to outtake it. So, pretty impressive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's go into the new comic books coming out this week. Our recommendations for you guys. First and foremost, Radiant Black from the Massiverse is coming out with episode, or issue 26 and 26.5. So, it's a two-parter. You guys could get both at the same time. We have Something is Killing the Children. This is by Boom Studios. We actually Ooh. interviewed... Um, that's a good the one. brother of, of the writer of this and so I want you guys to check that out as a special favor to me and uh, then we also have the amazing Spider-Man number 36 amazing Spider-Man has been picking it up and I mean if you're a Spawn fan I know there's just a couple of you guys out there we have two things we got Spawn 346 and Gunsinger Spawn braided. 25 <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound effects <laughs> oh, shit. Gunslinger Spawn Sorry, is guys, like the most tattoo worthy hero in comics i think like i just want to pick a <laughs> tattoo of it Boom, right there yeah all right let's go into recommendations for the week what do you guys got so i yeah i, I don't think it needs any advertising but i've heard a lot of people not watching it and i think they should so we, we started off this episode talking a lot about what the mcu has been doing or maybe what they've been doing wrong with right. their properties but i feel like loki is kind of like back into like writing the ship and back towards like good MCU again. And I'm legit really, really liking this. I think it's, it's been incredible. Uh, this episode that we got this past week, episode three, I think was the slowest of the episodes, but still what it means for the future of the MCU and the multiverse saga is mm -hmm. massive. So if you're not checking it out, 
like dive into it at least this Thursday when episode four comes out because it's been really freaking good. I want to add something to that as well. After we recorded our uh, challenge accepted on that, by the way, check out the guys challenge accepted every week. We review the newest Loki. Um, we had said we were talking about like this is the most thought provoking and debate worthy show that Marvel's been put out in a while. And I want to make sure to say that here because after like during the episodes, we're talking about like is um, is this version of Jonathan Majors the real king or have they replaced him? Is do we have to worry about this character, or that character? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of debate going on. Um, and so it's it's a really good theory crafting show to go around. So I suggest Loki as well. And then, you know, listen to Challenge Accepted after you're done with it. I think it's a good idea, too. <laughs> yeah. What do you get for recommendations there, Squeaks? Uh, shit, man. These Loki fans, gosh. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> no. Uh, so I'm going to go back in time, right? So my recommendation, because of the Spider-Man coming out, is to remind you of the struggle when Venom has hey, Spider-Man. Those struggles. Because Spider-Man didn't always win. So I'm going to highlight, actually, The Amazing Spider-Man 316. Uh, This one actually has... uh, Well, okay, what I like... I'm kind of going forward to because I caught my attention and then I started reading issues afterwards. Mm -hmm. But basically, Venom hunts Spider-Man down. Feels like he took everything from him with Eddie Brock's life and then the symbiote's life too because the symbiote uh, was rejected by by Peter. So they kind of like want revenge, whatever. So Venom actually wins this fight and Spider-Man realizes he can't beat Eddie Brock on his own. Okay, that's 316 with Major Babe MJ, right? So in 317, <laughs> I that. In 317, if you like and curious to like continue that, um, it's where uh, Eddie Brock starts visiting his family. Um, and then Peter's like, what the hell are you doing here? Type of thing. And then like, no, you need to meet me one-on-one. Peter tries to go and... Uh, get actually to really when he realized he can't beat venom on his own is getting help from the fantastic four so the thing is in there and he but then eddie brock because spider-man can't sense eddie brock's um presence so spider-man since don't go off does not go off that eddie brock already knows like hey i told you one-on-one bro okay we don't get the fantastic four involved so i kind of just wanted to highlight that revisit some of these like m- memorable venom versus spider-man because obviously we get in these movies where he's like the anti-hero or whatever, but really there was this most iconic villain to Spider-Man before. So I want to highlight those. It's a good call. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. call, man. Yeah. 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 Um, my suggestion to you guys is, uh, in case you haven't heard of this, it's called Attack on Titan. And I think you guys should check out Attack on Titan. The- <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> What's well, that? Because in just, I think it's two weeks or one week. That's actually one week. Yeah, very soon, right? Yeah. We're going to have the actual finale of that. So... It's a really good time to watch that final episode or the final season, kind of get caught up again, refresh yourself on Attack on Titan, um, and hopefully they can put it to bed well. I know that it's kind of changed a lot in that final season, but uh, yeah, so check out Attack on Titan, guys. It's excellent. That first season, I think, is spectacular. Um, Dude, that first episode, I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on? Right. Um, <laughs> this yeah. is a fake, right? This is a dream. <laughs> so yeah. make sure this is a good time to refresh yourself on that and then get on to the, the finale coming out. I think it's November 5th, if I'm not mistaken. So okay. All right, guys. Damn, it really has to come out when we're going to BlizzCon. I know. Maybe we'll watch it in yeah. the hotel room, you and me. We'll cuddle up underneath the same blinky. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Oh, God, is that... <laughs> I was going to say, let me feel your Titan break. <laughs> that's, that's it for us this oh, week, man. guys. We'll see you next week. We're going to be talking about Halloween stuff and all the stuff that scares you. Like, this is Queen's last comment. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you then. Bye. Oh, shit.